Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for June 25th, 2020. I'm teaching a series entitled Faith and Patience. I call them the Wonder Twins, Faith and Patience, and we need both. And so we need the faith to believe God and the patience to hold on long enough so we could see what God said, what we could see in our hands, what God revealed in our heart, right? So we've been studying that, and this is actually part 51 of the overall series. And the title of today's message is Sovereignty and Chaos. I'm going to take a different spin on the word today. Sovereignty in chaos. In the middle of what's going on in this world, God is still sovereign. God is still God. God is not. God has not changed, and that should give us peace. Let's get into it. So James 1, 2 through 4, foundational scripture. The Bible says, my fellow believers, when it seems as though you are facing nothing but difficulties, you should see it as an invaluable opportunity to experience the greatest joy that you can, for you know that when your faith is tested, it actually develops something in you. It is the power to endure all things. And then when this patient endurance grows inside of you stronger and stronger and stronger, it really is perfection into every area, every aspect of your life to the point where there is nothing missing and nothing lacking, nothing broken. Ecclesiastes, uh, Ecclesiastes 3 and 1 says that there's a time, there's a time and a season for everything and everything is going to happen in your life at just the right time. And then yesterday we looked at this text, but I'm going to go back to it again today. Genesis 42 verses 37 and 38, the Bible says, Reuben spoke up and said, come on, daddy, listen, give us Benjamin. Um, if, if, if we don't come back with Benjamin, I tell you what, I'm going to give you my two sons and then we'll go back. And if we can't come back with Benjamin, then you could just kill my sons, kill my two sons, which are your grandsons. And this is so crazy. Like a soap opera said, and then Jacob said, listen, I'm not going to let Benjamin go with you guys to, to Egypt, right? His brother is already dead. He's the only son that I have left. I'm an old man. If anything happens to him, then I'm going to die of sorrow. And then all of you guys will be left to blame, right? Stop right there. So what does this mean to you today? I, I have two things. I'm going to just share two things with you on today, but I'm going to take somewhat of a different slant. So now as I get into these two things, I want you to rid yourself of all distractions and just lean in on what God is saying. What does this mean to you today? Two things. Number one, here we go. First thing, number one, God is still God. I, I want you to know that God is still God. So somebody may be watching this video that's not watching now live. You may be watching this years from now. So I want you to know that today is June 25th, 2020. And on today, as we woke up, the world is still dealing with a global pandemic, COVID-19. There are over 9.3 million confirmed cases of COVID-19 in the world right now with 481,000 confirmed deaths. In the United States, the numbers are 2.43 million confirmed cases and 124,000 deaths. Add to that, that in the United States, there is legal injustice, right? That, that obviously is a big issue. There's civil unrest. There's racial reconciliation that is needed. There's a lot of turmoil and tension. Add to that, 
The fact, you know, let me add something else. The global economy has taken a downturn ever since March and the markets are going crazy. They, there are days that are up and yesterday was a day that it was down, right? So all of that, you're like, okay, Rick, I got it. I understand what's going on in the world right now, but what does that have to do with us? And what does that have to do with this, with this story? Okay, I'm going to make the connection. Listen, let's think about Jacob for a minute. Jacob's family. So things seem like they're going crazy, right? Haywire. Let's just think about it. Joseph was betrayed by his brothers. He was sold off into slavery. He had to endure the pit phase, the Potiphar phase, the prison phase before he got to the palace phase, right? Jacob had no knowledge of where Joseph was. Jacob thinks that Joseph is dead. He has now 11 boys left. He doesn't trust 10 of those 11 boys. Now, of those 10 boys that he doesn't trust, one of them, Jokers, is, is a hostage in Egypt. And now in the middle of a famine, so now he has a son that he thinks he's dead. He has 10 boys that he doesn't trust. One of those boys is locked up in Egypt. It, they're in the middle of a famine. They need food, so they got to go to Egypt. They don't really want to deal with this situation. And the man in charge in Egypt, the only man that has food, has their brother, and he's holding them hostage. You would say that their life is crazy. It's going out of control, right? But here's the good news. God was not surprised by any of this. Today, we're in Genesis chapter 42. If you back all the way up to Genesis chapter 15, God had a conversation with Jacob's grandfather, Joseph's great-grandfather. His name was Abram. This is before he became Abraham. In Genesis chapter 15, God says this to Abram, who would be later known as Abraham. He says, listen, Abram, you are going to live to a ripe old age and you're going to die in peace. Why could God say that? Because God already knew what the future was. God has already been to your future. God is still God. Listen to me. God has already been to your future. So he says to Abram, he said, listen, Abram, you're going to live to a ripe old age. You're going to die in peace. I promise you that your descendants are going to live uh, as foreigners in a land that does not belong to them. What land was that? That land was Egypt. He says they are going to be forced to be slaves for 400 years. Where? In Egypt. And then I'm going to terribly punish the nation that enslaves them, Egypt, and they will leave with many great possessions. And the land that I already showed you that you said, you know, I said, as far as you can look, you can have it. That land is called Canaan, and I'm going to give it to your descendants, but it's not going to happen for 400 years. God is still God. He, God already knows everything that is going to happen. God already knew everything that were going to, was going to happen for them. So yeah, you might look at everything that's going on in Jacob's life. It's like, wait a minute. It's like they... Things are going crazy. You got one son locked up. You got another one they think he's dead. You got uh, you over here. Now we got to go to Egypt. The man in charge of Egypt has the son and all of this stuff is going on. But you know where they were? They were right where God knew they would be. And Joseph was right where God knew he would be. Even in the midst of chaos, God is still sovereign. So my message for you this morning is relax. <laughs> Take a deep breath, man. God is not surprised by any of this. I know, I know things are going crazy in the world. I know things are going crazy in the economy. I, thought, I know things are even going more crazy in the United States, but God already knew this would happen. God has not moved. I'm not saying God is making this happen, but his foreknowledge, number two, I only have two things for us this morning. God's foreknowledge should give us peace. I'm not saying that God is making things happen. I'm saying that God already knew what we would be and his foreknowledge gives us peace. Number two, so when things are going crazy in your life, 
You need to remember that God is still God, that he's still sitting on the throne, that he's still sitting on the circle of the earth, that, that while he maybe he didn't make bad things that happen to you, he already knew what was going to happen before it happened. And so God is not phased. God is not moved. God is never surprised. It's not like, has it ever occurred to you? Let me say it this way. Has it ever occurred to you that nothing occurs to God? God never has an epiphany. The light never comes on for God. It's not like God is like, oh, okay, I get it now. No, God got it before we could get it. God already knows. He knows everything. God already knows everything. So that means that he is not phased. He has not changed. That means that his promises have, have not changed. That means that every word God has spoken to you about your future is still intact. Everything else is just temporary. So please do not make permanent decisions based on temporary situations. Listen, what we're going through right now is just temporary. Relax. Take a deep breath. God is still God. God had foreknowledge of everything that was going to happen, and he knows the end from the beginning. So there's nothing God does not know. So look at me. Look at me. When God spoke to you about your future, he did so with complete foreknowledge of everything that was going to happen in the world. And he prepared you for it. And he gave you the grace for it. So understanding God's foreknowledge, sovereignty in the middle of chaos should give you peace. Jesus knew this. This is why Jesus could sleep through a storm. Why? Because he already knew what was going to happen. And he, and while he didn't, Jesus, Jesus knew who had the future. You may not know the future, but you know who holds the future. You know God. God's already been to your future. So chill. Take a deep breath. Everything God said is still going to come to pass. Last thing I'll tell you on today. God did not put COVID-19 on us. Let's just be very clear about this. God doesn't put something on, on you and then to heal you from it so then you can give him praise. No, no. No, that's not God at all. So God didn't do that. So God didn't put COVID-19 on us. God didn't stir up the racial unrest in the United States. God is not manipulating the markets, but God is also not moved by any of this. God was not caught off guard. Here's my point. My point is that God is not surprised. Therefore, therefore, since God is not surprised, every promise, look at me, every promise God has ever made to you is still valid. The promise still stands. Everything God said to you about your business, your marriage, your finances, your career, your family, every, every promise from God is still going to come to pass. Nothing has changed. God is still God. His promises are still true. His power is still immeasurable. His grace is still sufficient. What God is looking for from us is faith and patience, right? God does everything for us by grace. He's looking for faith from us, but in this season, we need faith and patience. We need both. We need the patience to hold on. We need the patience to be consistently the same. We need the patience to endure no matter how long it takes. Let me remind you of something that God said in, in Numbers 23 and 19, or Moses wrote this about God. The, Moses said, God is not a man. He's not one given to lies. God cannot lie. It is a, God is incapable of lying. Let me see. That, that couch right there. If God were to say, that that couch is blue, it would have to turn blue. God is incapable of lying. Everything that God said has to come to pass, right? So God is not a man that he should lie. He's not the son of man that he's going to change his mind. He's not. He's not going to change his mind. The, this is what Moses wrote. He says, did God say anything and then not mean what he said? He says, does God promise something and then not come through? No. God is going to make sure that every promise he made to you is going to come to pass. 
God is going to make every promise good in your life. Nothing has changed. God is still God. Every promise is still coming to pass. God will come through for you. This is why I keep telling you that greater is coming for you because God is not moved. He is unfazed. God is sovereign in the middle of chaos. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, you know my thoughts before I think them. <laughs> you know my concerns before I express them. You know my cares before I feel them. You know my actions before I take them. You are and always will be a sovereign God. So my acknowledgement of your foreknowledge helps me to rely on you on another level. I trust you, Father. I release your hand to move in my life. I look at every situation through the lens of faith, and I expect nothing but your best. Every promise you have ever made me is still valid. So I enter this day with an expectation of manifestation, and I boldly declare that greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. Click on the subscribe button. Put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, go into this day knowing that, that God is still sovereign even in the middle of chaos. Even while things seem like they're going crazy, God is still God. Every promise he has ever made to you is still going to come to pass. This should give you peace. And this is this kind of understanding of God's foreknowledge is what helps us to have faith and patience so that we can hold on to see what God said. If you're on watching on YouTube Live or Facebook Live, leave me some comments in the chat. Listen, I love you. God loves you more. Share this message on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. And I'll see you tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. God bless you.